You're listening to one of the sermons preached from Shalom Baptist Chapel, recorded at one of our worship services. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can I say hallelujah? I normally preach in Tamil because even though I'm in Singapore 23 years, I always preach in Tamil because I'm working among the Tamil migrant workers. Uh, yeah, I believe uh, God will uh, talk to us uh, through this uh, 10 minutes sermon. Normally, I preach for one hour, one hour, 30 minutes sometimes. Yeah, last, even last week, our service is about two and a half hours. Yeah, so I'm sorry, but um, I have to, yeah, I, I bring greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, uh, let's, because I have only 10 minutes, maximum 10 minutes only, so I have to go to the word of God. Thank you. Later we can talk about the ministry and all these things. Uh, praise the Lord. <clears throat> uh, let's turn to the gospel according to St. Luke. Chapter 15, verse 10. I believe it's all a known passage for us. Uh, but still, I want, just want to read uh, Luke 15 and 10. Uh, let me read. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Hallelujah. We are here uh, as children of God. Uh, we have a great responsibility, I believe, because, uh, you know, the, the church is uh, leading for uh, inclusion. Because in the, even the worship song, we see that uh, who is our neighbor? neighbor? Uh, we are trying to reach our neighbors. Uh, here, uh, Jesus said, not uh, apostle, of, apostle said or disciple of Jesus said, but Jesus himself said, likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So we are, I believe, uh, you know, we are in a good country. Even though Singapore is a very small country compared to other uh, countries in the world, Singapore is a very small, but I believe Singapore is a great country. How many of you can say Amen? Amen? Uh, even though I, I was a migrant worker from India, now I am a Singaporean. Um, uh, almost 15 years I am Singaporean. Uh, yeah. See, we are in a great country. Okay. Uh, but uh, most of the time, uh, many of us, we do not know and understand who we are. And what we are. Where we are. And why we are here in this great nation. Most of the time, we forget the purpose. Why we are in this country. You know, we can uh, think about uh, all the unnecessary things. But as the children of God, as a people of God, believer of Jesus Christ, there is a great purpose for every one of you and me. See, in Singapore, we can, since I'm coming from uh, India, you know, we know what is poverty.
but i believe we are singaporeans now we are having great blessings in this country so but what we are doing with that blessings i believe every one of us can do something for god because you know why there is great joy in the presence of the lord in heaven that means in heaven there is great joy because of a sinner who repents philippians 4:13 says let me read that verse philippians 4:13 says i can do all things through christ who strengthens me you may say that i cannot do i have other responsibilities but since we know jesus since we are the children of god we are actually living in the kingdom of god even here in this earth so we have a great responsibility but to fulfill that responsibility god is giving strength paul says i can do all things through christ who strengthens me we cannot do ourselves because we are weak vessels we have a lot of weakness but through jesus christ because we are his children he is our father he is with us always through him through his strength through his power we can do everything hallelujah 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 not only that see bible says in numbers 23 chapter 22 numbers 23 22 and again in 24 8 see the people of god israelites god brought them from egypt we know that you know they they were in the wilderness more than 40 years they were in the wilderness they you know we know that they have uh, you know just walking and you know even though you know they have you know the manna from heaven and they they have water but still i believe you know they don't have what they really want but bible says numbers 23 22nd verse god brings them out of egypt they have strength like a wild ox 40 years of people those they were in the wilderness but god says they have strength like a wild ox so today we are in a good country we have every blessings by the grace of god i believe that but are we raised raising up like a wild ox because this is the call of god this is the call to his people this is the call to his disciples god one day he saved us god saved us from the sins of this world why he is, he he has a greater plan and fulfill that plan so that he gives us strength like an wild ox to do his will in this country to reach our neighbors again 
Bible says in Matthew 19:26 Jesus said we may think that it is not possible always we you know we we human we people even people of god we believe many times but we are not able to do something but jesus said matthew chapter 19 verse 26 jesus looked unto them and said to them with man this is impossible but with god all things are possible with god all things are possible so this is the time for the harvest i believe we are in the right place right country right time we all believe that jesus is coming again but in this time of period of living in this world in this country what is our responsibility because god gives us strength like a wild ox to raise an army of god to raise for him to do his will because jesus the holy spirit of god is with us so that he strengthen us hallelujah not only that i want to read another bible verse in revelation 22 verse 12 because we christians sometimes that you know just live a christian life just go to the church attend a church service uh, it's enough for me you know i i cannot do much things but i i'm not you know i'm here to encourage you we have you know jesus christ we have the holy spirit of god to strengthen us so that we can move forward to do whatever possible ways hallelujah bible says in revelation 22 verse 12 and behold i am coming quickly and my reward is with me because whatever we do in this earth god is bringing a great reward for us says and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work god is going to give as a reward from heaven to give everyone according to his work everyone every one of us going to receive a reward from jesus when he is coming again revelation 22:12 so let's let's move forward let's go forward let's do something great because you know we are we have great education we have you know a lot of uh, creative knowledge so use that knowledge use that strength for his glory because he is going to give us a reward so so whatever we do for him that will be given unto hundred folds amen bible says in even matthew 19 peter asked jesus what we will receive jesus said you will receive hundred times so that i believe god will raise you raise you up because you know every uh, we have lot of migrant workers we no need to go to a neighboring country another country to take you know to take visa no need to take a visa no need to take uh, you know uh, uh, book uh, flight just our neighbors 
so we can do greater things i believe i believe you know this church is uh, doing something but god is expecting more from you and me because this is the last days we are in the end end times jesus is coming soon so that it's our responsibility to fulfill his will in this nation i believe uh, it's uh, benefit to you thank you amen thank you so i think it is quite obvious you know uh, the passion of our dear brother here pastor selva singh uh, his passion for uh, god's work his passion for the people around who need uh, to also experience god's love for them and uh, yeah i just remembered you know i was told that uh, pastor selva sing whenever he preaches he doesn't need a mic so we should have not given him the mic <laughs> all right uh, this is the first time i hear him preach and uh, oh boy i tell you i think uh, yes i i see the energy and i see the passion and i believe you are inspired as well now today is the fifth week the final week of our series called inclusion and that we have been inviting different guest speakers and so today we have invited pastor selva singh who is a pastor to gem fellowship church and also working alongside salvation army and has a fellowship uh, going on at the sungai tengah lodge just right smack our behind our uh, yard so we are glad to have him here and of course today uh, in addition to pastor selva singh we are going to hear from him a perspective his story uh, once a migrant worker but how god has called him now to be a pastor to the migrant workers if you are interested you can always um, uh, go to salt and light and he has been featured there as well but in addition to pastor selva singh we have also our own dear brother i believe most of us know him shalomites brother dilan why is he up here sitting down uh, he is not sitting here just to queue uh, jj about the live stream <laughs> but he is up here to also share from his perspective and his experience with regards to ministering to the migrant workers here in singapore i'm sure shalomites you have seen you have seen a lot of the pictures taken by him and uh, you know ministering alongside brother sissing and brother murthy of course along with our strategic partner church good news baptist church so i hope you will enjoy our conversation uh, today so let's begin therefore with uh, pastor selva singh uh, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself with regards maybe your family maybe your wife your children you know just just tell us a bit so that we can know you a bit more thank you it's a privilege for me to share about the ministry and the word of god i believe i have a wife and three children uh my children are 
17 and 11 years old. Um, I came to Singapore uh, as a migrant worker in the year 1997, March, about 23 years before, to work in a petrochemical uh, company in the Jurong Island uh, called DuPont Singapore. Uh, now that company is no more, actually. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, three children. My wife is working in uh, NUH as a nurse. Yeah, uh, she's still working. Yeah, my uh, children are studying here. They are also Singaporean. Yeah, by the grace of God, you know, God gave this opportunity. Actually, I wanted to go back to India after five years. When I come, you know, uh, during the interview time, even, you know, the HR officer asked me, how many years you want to stay in Singapore? I said five years. She asked me, why? After that, I said, uh, I'm going to serve my God. Finally, I came to know, you know I got the job. Uh, I, I believe in the, even the interview, you know, I didn't well, because I, even the 23 years before, uh, I'm not able to speak, you know, uh, good English, you know, but somehow I got a job. I, when I came to Singapore only, I, I understand that uh, that uh, HR officer is a Christian lady, you know. Uh, she gave me the job and, you know, God is moving me from, uh, uh, because after five years, you know, God clearly talked to me through my spiritual mentor, uh, Brother uh, D. Augustine Jabakumar from Bihar, said, uh, you must be here in Singapore, you know, said, uh, God will give you a ministry, so that I, I continue to stay in Singapore. Yeah. So, and would you like to tell us, like, so that was the process of becoming a pastor, right? Yes, after actually, that? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because, you know, I wanted to go back to India, but God somehow, God wanted me to stay in Singapore. And uh, because even uh, this ministry, you know, the Migrant Workers Ministry, we started uh, in uh, year 2002. Uh, when we were in Bukit Batok, my rental flat, we just started a small uh, prayer fellowship. And then, you know, God inspired us to go to reach some uh, migrant workers there in Blue, uh, Blue Star Dormitory, you know, near Boonle MRT. That time, uh, there is no uh, Pioneer MRT and, uh, you know, Tuas MRT all. Only Boonle is the last point. So, every Sunday evening, we go to Boonle, uh, I mean, the Blue Star Dormitory and just talk to them, you know. Uh, uh, that's why we started our ministry there. You know, slowly then, uh, we started a spoken English class in one of our... Uh, 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 believers home, uh, spoken English class and uh, basic computer classes. We have about few computers and, you know, start their work. Uh, somehow we started and start to, uh, you know, uh, the gospel, sharing gospel, pray for them. All these things have started. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I believe it's about, uh, almost about 19 years uh, we are doing this ministry. But, uh, you know, um, about uh, six years before God... Uh, you know, inspired me to start a church. Actually, we don't want to start a church. Uh, uh, you know, I graduated in TCA college in, uh, in the year 2009 uh, in Singapore. But uh, still, I, uh, we don't want to start a church. But uh, God clearly, you know, spoke to me. And then we uh, prayed, you know. Uh, we have decided to start a church uh, in the year 2016. Yeah, from year, uh, October 2016, we are running a church. I mean, in two places. One in Bukit Batok, another one is in Pioneer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, this is my uh, simple story. <laughs> Become pastor, yeah. Yeah. So quite, I think now you know, right? It's quite interesting, isn't it? How God kind of engineered and how God called our dear brother. And yeah. So 
And in addition to these two churches, uh, Pastor Selva Singh has also established a ministry through yeah. a church at uh, Sungai Tenga Lodge. So yeah. every Sunday evening, his church is there mm. um, relating to the migrant workers, just listening to their stories. It's like open to all the migrant workers. They just mm. come, share their stories. They play together. And if there is anyone who would like to just share their problem and wants their prayer, they avail themselves. So, talking about Sungai Tenga Lodge Ministry, mm. uh, Pastor Silva, could you tell us how did this ministry, because as I hear from you the story that time, I thought it was quite interesting. How did it start? How do you start the ministry in Sungai Tenga? Maybe I think most of us may not know yeah. how it was like. Okay. Would you like tell us? Actually, you know, uh, we have a few other places also in uh, Tuas View Dormitory, in Tuas, also in Westlight in uh, Jalan Bapan, also we have a ministry. You know, by the grace of God, you know, we started this work uh, in the you know, grass patch in Blue Star Dormitory. You know, about 13 years before, uh, God brought a Chinese brother, you know, called Samuel Sim, you know, to that Blue Star Dormitory. Then, you know, we were in the grass patch. This man, you know, sent his brother and uh, called my, you know, I was there with my brothers, you know. Then I went to him and talked to him. Then he uh, inquired about what we are doing. Then I shared him that we are doing this, uh, you know, uh, migrant workers, talk to them, you know, all these things. Somehow God connected him with us. Then he opened a room inside that Blue Star Dormitory. We were outside the grass patch at the car park with the, you know, tarpaulin. Then from the next week, even from the next week itself, we were inside the dormitory with a, you know, small room with the air-conditioned room, you know. Because God is so good. Because that, uh, the, uh, the owner of that dormitory is his friend. Same thing happened in ST Lodge. We were, you know, outside the ST Lodge uh, grass patch. You know, one day, me and we, uh, four of our brothers came there and, you know, we prayed in front of this dormitory. Uh, you know, said, Lord, we want a place inside the dormitory. We want a small room so that we can go inside and do some work. Uh, do some, you know, classes or do some counseling work. Then we prayed. The next week, in the next uh, Friday, we started our uh, fellowship outside the, uh, you know, in front of uh, ST Lodge, in the grass patch. Same thing. Then we continue about seven months. During these seven months, I, every time I meet, brother, you know, Brother Samuel Sim, I ask him to open this dormitory also because he, he was a businessman. He has some influence in the, in the community. So that I asked, but he was not so, uh, so interested to open. He said, never mind, we'll see later. La. You know, we see later. Then, but every time I meet him, because, uh, you know, we always, you know, have a fellowship, you know. So I meet him, I tell him every time I meet, brother, uh, uh, like, you know, Westlight, uh, like Blue Star, uh, like, you know, that time there was a dormitory in Tuas called Five Star Dormitory. We were there inside also. So I asked him, brother, we need to open ST Lodge. You know, I, I, yeah, we have so short time so that I can cannot tell, you know, everything, you know. But actually, uh, dramatic things happen in this uh, dormitory, actually. You know, I, you know, I ask him, brother, must open. Then he said, no, la, relax. You know, I think this not, you know, he's not so, in, because he's 60 plus already. He said, always, he said, I'm old ready, la, you know. I said, you are so young, brother. We must open. Then, you know, something happened. Suddenly, one day, he asked me. Hey, brother, send me the address. Just say, send me the address of the dormitory. 
I said 500 old Chochukong Road, brother. The name of the dormitory, ST, Sungai Tangal Arts. Immediately, after a few hours, he called me, Hey, brother, good news. The COO of this dormitory is my friend, La. <laughs> he said, no, happen. The COO of this dormitory is my friend. You know, okay, I will talk to him. I make an appointment. We will go inside. You know, by the grace of God, I believe uh, February first week of 2018, we were inside. We asked God a small room, but God gave a 10,000 square feet big place. This is real. You can come and see. It's Estilaj is your neighbor. God gave us 10,000 square feet big place. we renovated that place we you know did everything we set up everything you know because of this friendship with brother samuel sim we take the responsibility of doing everything we did now by the grace of god only tamil ministry indian tamil ministry was started in the beginning but now chinese ministry uh, myanmar ministry uh, you know uh, bangladesh ministry so many things are happening there yeah so this is the story of st lords <laughs> wow Yes indeed I think it's quite amazing can really see the hand of God yes. how God has used you yep. and your church and the brothers Praise alongside Lord, you yeah. how one at a time yeah. and even I think it's quite amazing isn't it you know like saying that you know it, it happened it so happened to be yeah. his friends as well same you know? thing <laughs> happening uh, same thing happening to us with dormitory yeah. because our you know we started our ministry in the grass patch only <laughs> same thing after still large Toss view dormitory also opened the same story. Yes. Same thing happened. We are doing our ministry in there also. Yeah. Wow, that's that's quite interesting. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for sharing. And I hope that you have been, uh, you know, kind of like, wow, you know, you can see the hand of God. For those of us Shalomites, I'm sure in 2019 we went for the Christmas program for both English and Chinese group. Yeah. I'm sure you have seen the place that he has been mentioning. Huge place, right? Even bigger than this space yeah, that we yeah. have. So thank God for that. Now. With that, I would now uh, just uh, ask uh, Brother Dylan. Dylan is uh, from our church, Shalom Baptist Chapel, and he has been involved in uh, the migrant workers ministry as well. You see, Sungai Tengah Lodge was kind of like our neighbor, and we were kind of like starting alongside with uh, Pastor Selva Singh. But came 2020, and COVID-19 hit us, and it was quite bad in Sungai Tengah Lodge. So it was totally shut down. and we were like oops we have to pause for a while and then somehow god opened another door for us and which is at galt avenue a twas side right along with our strategic partner church good news baptist church and so we together with good news baptist church we adopted one dormitory for 60 migrant workers and we decided to uh, partner with argo and all those to provide meals and actually it was a project that was just for a short while but then after that we continued on and then brother dilan uh, alongside with us brother sising and brother murthy and so i think brother dilan here will represent both of them as well brother sising and brother murthy so uh, uh dilan maybe just share with us uh, how you have been involved you know what what did you do you know with 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 the two brothers and good news of the church just 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 tell us what were you doing uh for the past one year you know coming to almost one year just just tell us uh, tell our people tell who are watching okay um because of this uh pandemic uh thing that we have experienced we have a problem going to st lodge so um god actually opened up a 
a way for us to show uh, our love and care for the migrant workers where we are able to actually deliver foods to this uh, Gao Avenue, which is a factory converted dormitory. Um, it, it, in terms of security, they are not so tight as a, a purpose-built dorm, so we are able to pass uh, food to them. So for past uh, one year, we have been distributing fruits. So maybe you can um, look at the slides, some of the pictures. So um, we are able to bring uh, food for them. Uh, the next slide, yeah. So this is uh, happened uh, last year Christmas. Uh, so we actually uh, able to share Christ them actually. So we have brother Muti there, our uh, evangelist. To <laughs> yeah, actually, correct. So we are doing this uh, every uh, every month. So we partner with uh, GNBC. So every fortnightly, um, we will we'll send fruits to them. Uh, because currently they have uh, food for themselves. So we stop that. Yeah. Okay, and I'm sure for Shalomites, you have been, uh, you know, uh, seeing all the pictures that we sometimes we send, you know, of how they have been doing. Oh, maybe no, because... In the Shalom chat group, we don't send. Actually, we send only in the working group. Uh, but yes, just to let you know that this has been going on since last year and until today, it's going on. To the point that tonight, Dylan will be going down to the dormitory to give out some stuff, you know, because I was asking him, would you like to join us in our leaders meeting tonight to just encourage us? He said, oh, no, sorry, I need to go down. They're like, whoa, you know, nonstop, you know. So, yeah, thank you. So, you know, the, 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 the way that you are doing, you know, it's like I was, Brother Sissing was telling me, you know what, uh, Dylan is, is really on, on fire because Brother Sissing says, you know, sometimes I forget, uh, Dylan will always text me, Hey, Brother Sissing, hey, there's this thing going on for, you know, uh, migrant workers. Shall we go? I'm going. Are you free? You know, so, so passionate. So maybe uh, we will pose this question to our brother Dylan here. What inspired you? You know, why, what are the reasons? What, what is the reason that make you do what you are doing? You know, out of your busy schedule, you know, with, with, with uh, young three children, wife, your own work, and serving in other ministry, even in Shalom Livestream, which is a very important uh, ministry. Like, you know, I'm sure we are having some technical issue in all those. So what inspired you to take on volunteer and, and, and just go all the way? What is the reason? Could you share with us? Okay. Um, probably speaking of this, uh, actually stretch back uh, 20 years back, actually I have uh, experience with migrant workers due to my uh, past uh, job. So I listened to stories from them that they are cheated of money coming here to Singapore to work, uh, where they have to pay large sum of uh, agency, agency fees. So when they come, the agent run. So they become illegal immigrants, mm -hmm. overstayers, and they'll be arrested. So um, yeah, I mean, listen to them is like human trafficking. But... Um, this aside, so um, going forwards, uh, I did not have actually much uh, opportunity to, to serve them. And even 
for my current company, we do have uh, migrant workers. So actually this pandemic actually opened up uh, a clearer picture for myself that um, there are ways for me to actually uh, come in more, more contact with them. So um, Brother Si Singh uh, being my neighbor also, so he actually started off um, uh, distributing meals during the pandemic. So somehow it's like God is like telling me, telling me that oh, oh, I will be the one to actually help out uh, in him because he alone will not be able to um, sustain in, in that manner because there's a lot of food to carry, a lot of weight. So for me, it's like, okay, I, I need to uh, do something to help. So along the way, um, yeah, so, so th that's my story. Right? Once I'm involved, then you become part of it and then just go along the way. Non-stop. Yeah, non-stop. Yeah. <laughs> non yes. Uh, yes, and I think, you know, what Dylan has shared, I think it's true, isn't it? I think sometimes God, use, uh, God uses our experience and our exposure. And that's how I think when, and then when we respond to the needs mm. around us, yeah. and especially to the, uh, to the people that we are, we are exposed to and have experienced, I think God can do amazing things. You know, like he rightly said, Brother Sissing was the one who anchored it. I mean, you know Brother Sissing. This guy is the one, he sees it, he will do it, no matter, he's like, uh, the world behind me, still I will go and distribute. You know, that's, 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 that's his theme, you know. But somehow, and I think as Brother Dylan has shared, because of his past exposure and experience, and he saw the need, and he sees that if Brother Sissing can do it, I can do it. And then he responded to that call, to that need that, that he saw that Brother Sissing alone cannot do. And that's how we, he teamed up. And Brother Murthy has now come on board. And that's how I think he has received. So thank you for really uh, inspiring us with that story. Now, I'm sure Pastor Selva Singh, what he has just shared uh, about what inspired him about the condition of some of the migrant workers as yeah. they come, mm. I think you can totally resonate. You have yeah. seen them. Mm. You have counseled mm. them even. Yeah. You know, would you like to tell us more about like, so who are these migrant workers that we are talking about here in Singapore? Mm. Probably like what, what are their struggles? What are their, you know, pains and heartaches? Just, just from your experience, can you yeah. tell us a bit more? Migrant workers are like you and me. They have family back to their, you know, countries. They have, you know, parents, children, you know, they are, uh, uh, maybe they are uh, maybe uh, less educated, you know. Uh, but we cannot say that 100% also because, you know, uh, engineering graduated uh, workers are uh, doing general worker job in Singapore. Many of them. It's, it's happening in Singapore. It's, they are here. Uh, they are like you and me, you know, they have uh, families, you know. Uh, they may come from villages, you know. Uh, but they have, as brother said, you know, they have a lot of struggles. Because, you know, when they come to Singapore now, they have to, you know, give about 5000 to $6,000 as an agent fee. You know, for some of them, that 5000 to 6000 you know, to earn, they have to, you know, I mean, to settle that debt, you know, they have to work one year. After one year plus only, they can, 
start to earn money for them otherwise you know they until this one year they have to settle that money for the agent fee whether you know they have to take a loan from their you know family or whatever you know they have to settle back you know also you know they have a very hard work sometimes very hard work you know not not every uh, employers are uh, well yeah, this is we have to accept that uh, you know they have as brother said you know uh, the agent uh, fly away you know suddenly they just come and they, they did the medical report i mean medical checkup after that they fly away you know we cannot find them so they have to you know struggle they have even they, they are foreigners you know they are from other countries so they the family is not with them so they have lot of stress you know a lot of uh, family even you know some of their uh, you know we heard you know so many stories of this uh, migrant workers family once they come to singapore uh, their family you know break down you know the wives you know uh, run away you know the children you know nobody to care you know lot of have a lot of issues they are facing you know they have a lot of stress you know I, you know I, also they are not really uh, paid by every employers you know you know um, you know they they come to singapore with the you know good salary package you know but when they come to singapore and start work some of them maybe they can get only 30% of what they you know uh, they said yeah so they have uh, you know, so many issues but still uh, they are they have to work you know they have to settle their uh, loans you know their family you know uh, you know normally you know uh, if we know that you know one small group of workers come from india we want to reach them immediately you know so if let's say through our friendship you know we just uh, let's say this dormitory uh, 20 workers coming from india and uh, you know so that immediately we try to meet them we bring them to our hall you know talk to them you know because uh we ask them you know what why you are coming to singapore you know they tell so many stories you know, to to get married you know to get married you know uh, their uh, sisters you know to build a house you know someone say i want to buy a you know a motorcycle you know i mean you know so many stories so to fulfill their dreams they have to go through all this pain wow. yeah and i think yeah that's that's unfortunately the dark side yeah of what's happening which i think most of us don't know yeah and that's why i think when i started to connect with the uh, pastor selva singh and brother cedric yeah. from salvation army and when i heard those stories and that's where i think <clears throat> my heart was drawn you know to to the migrant workers they are like you and me they have dreams they yeah. have families yeah they have responsibilities mm-hmm. and some of them rather many of them come with a genuine need yes. for their families yep. and it's not that they want to come out it's like because in india mm. in their own country they have no way mm. to 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 solve and and to meet the needs of their families yeah. and so they have they come mm. and many of them as i think both of them have attested many of them are cheated along the way mm. and some of them just just fall in depression and as as a result their families as well so yeah. i hope that this will kind of create some mm. heart uh, uh, for and compassion and understanding for our uh, brothers uh, who are working here <clears throat> so uh dilan what about you would you like to add anything like so in your own experience as you related with them especially with the gulf avenue uh, uh migrant workers and some of the key leaders uh for this past one year as you got to know them uh is there something that you 
you felt kind of like, you know, blessed to know them. Uh, what was your experience knowing them? Okay. Um, for the past one year where we are actually able to um, interact with them, to find out their working conditions and their living conditions, um, they may not be actually um, quite open up yet, in fact, because the struggles that they are facing, they may not uh, want to um, tell us. But I'm, I'm sure that um, slowly as time goes by, um, when um, they are more, uh, more open up to, to us, then they will share more uh, struggles. Then we will see how we can actually uh, help them. Because for them, going to MOM or any other organization would be quite, um, quite hard. So at least um, if you are able to uh, get feedback from them, uh, we will see what uh, we can actually do to, to, to help them. Yeah. Sure. So Dylan, uh, you have been, I mean, last time you had experience, but especially for the past one year, you have been like directly serving and being involved among the migrant workers at Gulf Avenue especially. Uh, would you like to tell us, um, as you serve them, uh, in what ways were you blessed personally? Would you like to share with us how, how were you blessed personally as you serve them? Okay, in terms of that, uh, we, the life perspective, um, because we are, I mean, we are staying in Singapore where uh, generally uh, we are okay, but as we are in contact with uh, migrant workers, the, the story that they have um, really bring a life perspective uh, to me, that which actually ex inspired me on, on helping them. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's true. You know, when you get involved, I think when you are out there to help, I think you get perspectives of life, you get to see more. Uh, you know, I think Brother uh, Dave, uh, a thing from uh, TC have shared along the line and even Yong Loon, you know, getting involved. And so I hope that this will continue to inspire us. Now, uh, Dylan, one last question for you. Uh, so uh, to everyone who is watching here, uh, uh, Shalomites and even online who are tuning in, our friends, whoever here or online, um, what, what do you hope to see, especially for our church? What do you hope to see uh, for our church with regards to ministry to the migrant workers uh, in the days to come. What are your hopes or dreams for our church? Okay, um, as you have known that um, this uh, team is actually relatively new. So currently there are three members, myself, uh, Brother Sisseng and Brother Muti. So we are actually looking for two more members to actually um, to come forward to say, okay, uh, I want to help. So we will we'll see how we can actually um, work out this because um, right now we are also going to um, with Salvation Army uh, on ST Lodge uh, to, to see what we can, uh, what, what kind of activities that uh, we can actually uh, serve, serve them as well as uh, the Gao Avenue because Gao Avenue we are partnering with uh, this uh, Agro. So Agro is uh, quite a big um, organization, a movement which they are partnered with MOM. So there are some activities that we can think of like crickets. So we need manpowers to actually to serve them because there are currently 60 of them. So we, we, we do have contacts. So we've, we've just contact but no members. We are hands tied. So we need people to come 
because uh, this is about manpower. <laughs> uh, things are very easy to do because we just want to bring joy, yeah. bring entertainment because mm. for them is one week, maybe work seven days, morning to night, manual work. So at least um, during probably off day or what, um, we, we can bring some, some joy for them. That, that's the least we can do. Yeah. That's, I think that's wonderful, isn't it? You know, I think it's very simple. You don't have to be like, oh, but I'm not equipped. Oh, I don't have any skill. Oh, I yeah. cannot help. I have never had any experience. How can, no, 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 no. You know, the man has spoken here. And I'm sure uh, brother uh, Pastor Selva Singh can uh, uh, attest to that. So as uh, Dylan has said, you know, our church in light of our vision uh, to be salt and light to our neighbors, I, uh, we are forming a team and thankfully three of them are coming on board and they need uh, two more from our church members to come on board in the committee to continue to start planning and, uh, you know, liaising with uh, Salvation Army, uh, Pastor Selva Singh and all those and Galt Avenue to see how this committee can rally all of us, our church, to come on board and bring, like what he said, I like that, bring joy in the lives of the migrant workers. And I think that's, that's the least you know, we can, we can yeah. do. So, uh, to end with um, our time together, uh, Pastor Silva Singh, I would like to just uh, ask you, uh, for all of us who are watching uh, online or those on-site, uh, whether members or non-members, friends who are here, mm. would you like to tell us how can we, as a church, or even as individuals for mm. our friends, yeah. how can we be involved uh, in, in, in the ministry to the migrant workers. How, can you tell us and encourage us how can we involve? You just come, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, just come. Yeah, because, you know, uh, you may say that, uh, as Pastor said, you know, I don't know, I, I'm not equipped, I'm not, uh, you know, trained, but you just come. Just come and talk to them. Talk to them. Just come and, you know, uh, say a few words to them, enough. Because we are in Singapore, we are uh, educated in Singapore, you are also, uh, you know, you have a lot of creative ideas. You just come with the burden, with the love, so the Holy Spirit will lead you. You know, simple thing, very simple things will bring them a lot of joys, you know, in their lives. So, yeah, you can uh, involve, just come, uh, play with them, carry them, you know, uh, play with them chess, you know. You just talk to them. Hey, how are you? Uh, you know, how is your uh, wife? You know, you just come and talk to them. Few words. You know, bring, uh, you know, bring them a lot of joy. So, you just come and, uh, you know, you can uh, teach them uh, computer. You can teach them English classes, you know. Uh, you can, uh, you know, uh, talk to them counseling, you know. Just, uh, you can talk to them about food, you know. Because, you know, a lot of migrant workers are not really taken care of their uh, health, you know. When we do uh, medical checkup in ST Lodge and whatever lodge, most of them, you know, the BP high, the sugar, I mean, you know, uh, high, you know, lot of issues. But they don't, just don't care, you know. They just work, work because they don't know. You know, so we, we can talk to them how to eat, you know, how to maintain your, you know, health, all these things. So we are, you know, really educated. We are privileged, you know, to have these neighbors, you know. So that because when we love them, when we just come and, you know, talk to them, uh, Jesus will watch over you. Yes, you know, he will uh, uh, give back hundred folds to you. 
Yeah, this is true. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so, very simple. I think we can be involved. Anyone can be involved. You know, just be there and uh, just, just with a heart for them. And uh, that will bring joy for them. So, with that, um, there are many ways. And uh, next week, God willing, uh, we will be encouraging all of us to respond to these five series, uh, five uh, message series that we have done to see how you and I can be involved in different areas that we have kind of uh, brought to your awareness for the past five weeks, okay, among the disability, people with disabilities and substance abusers and the migrant workers. So I hope you will look forward for that and uh, just ready your heart. As you have heard, let us respond and bring joy to the people around us, all right? So thank you, Pastor Amen. Selva Singh. Thank you. And thank you, uh, Dylan, for your time and your sharing. Um, just sure. one word. Um, can I just really, um, because I'm going down uh, tonight, so actually, uh, brother assisting uh, is is not free. So whoever want to come, just uh, text me. If no, no, don't have my number, you can text uh, Pastor Ayan. I will go to your house and fetch you. We go together. Mm. Okay, my, right. my car got almost stopped because there are too many things uh, to, to bring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Dylan just need a helping hand. And uh, I think this one, really, you don't need a skill. Huh? <laughs> so please respond. He needs a help. But tonight, and I think that will be of great encouragement, and this is one way you can take part uh, tonight immediately, all right? With that, thank you very much, and uh, shall we all give him, give them a, a round of applause? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.